Michelle is a musician with albums released as Everyone Except Me and artist behind the post-apocalyptic webcomic Stray Cats. She's kind, a bit shy, and furiously creative. Henrik is a filmmaker with over two dozen films and TV shows as producer, director, and occasionally host. He also released a couple of music albums. He's bombastic, larger than life, and tenacious almost to a fault. Together, they've been best friends for a decade. This show is awkward. So, Michelle. Yeah. Last week, I am ashamed to admit that I did not start the show by saying, so, Michelle. That's okay. Um, Which is what people are waiting for. They're (laughs) waiting for me to go, so, Michelle. Uh, (laughs) But, uh... <laughs> so right before we started uh recording this one uh I was I was talking to somebody about doing something I'm keeping it vague mm-hmm. just to be polite mm-hmm. uh about doing something professionally and they offered uh they asked me if I would do it and you know how much I would charge and then and then they were like would you take marijuana or tea <laughs> in a trade and it just made me think, like, and this is a pretty vague question, but, like, what's the dumbest thing? Just the dumbest thing you've been a party to. Just that was so stupid. Like, has anybody ever made you an offer that they thought in any way in life that, like, that was just so dumb? Because, <laughs> like, I've... <laughs> I can't even tell you how many times people have offered me marijuana. I'm I'm sorry, I'm a straight arrow. I don't I don't use marijuana, so it has no value to me. But like it's just like, would you take marijuana? It's like, no, I will take cash. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, yeah. no, I won't take cash. I will take money digitally transferred to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I just I'm just wondering if you have a memory of just the dumbest. Because sometimes some things are so dumb. Um. Oh, sorry. You were gonna say no, something. No, you can continue to talk. Oh, I was just thinking. No, I'm just like thinking back to like when I used to play shows and, and just the dumbest things. I mean, just like <laughs> there were just moments where people really think that because okay, because people bitch about exposure, mm-hmm. and I understand that. Like, if you're a graphic designer. And someone comes to you and says, hey, will you graphic design my poster for an event that doesn't relate to you in any way? Like, it's just for me. For It'll be good exposure for you. That's a load of bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. no one's going to be like, wow, who designed that poster? Probably. Yeah. Very unlikely. Yeah. But, but, you know, if, and I think you've done this, like, you know, if they said like, you know, hey, we're doing a show and you're playing it, would you like to do the poster? That does benefit you mm-hmm. because you're on the show. Yeah. So you get to put a little extra you into it and, you know, it's no harm. I built my entire career by working for free for like a decade and I still occasionally work for free for people. Mm-hmm. So I've never, I've never been annoyed by exposure when it makes sense. Like when it's like, hey, will you work on this, uh, this project? It's got national distribution and I need like three hours of your time. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, well, when? And then they're like, oh, it's on some random Saturday. I'm like, okay. It it, it only benefits me, you know? Right. Um, but I've had people come to me and be like, hey, will you direct a segment in this movie that I want to make with like four or five other directors? And I'm like, what's the budget? And they're like, oh, well, we would do a Kickstarter 
to raise the budget. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, let me know when the Kickstarter's over what you want to budget it. And I'll get involved. And they're like, oh, well, we want you to promote the Kickstarter. Yeah. (laughs) And and then all of a sudden, I'm like, so you want me to do all the work to raise the money that is going to be, that the money that you are going to pay me, I will obtain. Yeah. But then I won't get to have the movie. (laughs) It's like, that's not, that's like, that's worse than Mary Kay, man. Mm Like, I'm just thinking about like, cause this made me think of this, this moment with this guy just made me think of all of the bad offers. Cause there are plenty of them, um, that I've gotten in my life because I'm not, I'm not afraid to say that. Like, I often will work cheaper if something amuses me, uh, like often. And, uh, do you remember one time <laughs> I was hired to do a music video and they were, they, <laughs> They they were like going to pay me. This was this was about seven years ago, so I didn't have the six years of working full time behind me. Right. But they were going to give me like a hundred dollars to make a whole ass music video, including like the special effects and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I was going to get to keep like none of it, or maybe fifty bucks, or maybe twenty bucks, or something. Yeah. But the big selling point was that I had creative freedom. Mm-hmm. I there is no shittier selling point than creative freedom because the moment you promise it i am positive you will not you will yeah. not give it over yeah. that's the big thing because they're like and the best part is you can do whatever you want and i'm like okay because i mean i make movies now and i do whatever i want so uh but then i but so i made the mistake because i was friendly with those people of of really thinking about it and thinking like well what would make this fun to me mm-hmm. and i came up with a concept i thought was really fun and i was like okay now i really want to do this it'll be interesting mm-hmm. and then i i tell them what we're gonna do and they're like oh we we don't like that and i was like what <laughs> We we don't we don't like that though. Yeah, we, we don't like that's, that. That's not what freedom we were talking about. So. <laughs> we were talking about freedom, like in the American sense. Mm. <laughs> you have the freedom to choose what we give you. Uh, <laughs> but like, I, I remember that was so weird because <laughs> I wrote him back and I said, "Okay." Um, it, <laughs> If if you don't want to use my concept, then uh, I guess um, I will no longer be writing this uh, because that's my concept. And, and since I won't be having the creative freedom of writing it, uh, then I would like $550 and I'll need to see the script. Mm-hmm. And then they just ghosted me. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Because it's like... First of all, because that's the other thing. Oh man, bands are the worst. And this actually, this guy, I'm I'm laughing at. He's band in a band, mm-hmm. and uh, but like bands are the worst because they'll be like, "Dude, we want you to make this music video. It's gonna be boss." And I'm like, "Oh, cool, yeah, yeah, yeah." So what what do you have in mind? And they're like, I, I don't know. Like, what yeah, do you want to? What, what do you think? Yeah. And I'm like, so I gotta conceptualize your music video, <laughs> write it, make sure you guys like it find the locations, find all of the situation, then also show up and film it Mm -hmm. and edit it and make sure it's all to your specification for like $200. Yeah. Yeah. Or even 400 isn't very much for that much work. Mm -hmm. I always try to explain to them. I'm like, okay, if you know, I'll be like, what's your budget? And if they're like, our budget is like $300. I'm like, okay, well then that buys you, you come up with everything we're going to film and I show up and film for five hours. 
I will film whatever you want for five hours, you know, try to get your band playing or, you know, you know, for the whatever. And then I will go home and edit it that night. Mm -hmm. And then you will watch it. And then you will give me one revision of what you want changed. And then we're done. Like, that's what you get for that amount of money. Yeah. Like, and I'm not trying to, and and it's funny because they'll act like I'm being difficult. I'm like, no, no, no. I could have just told you, fuck you. You can't afford me. What I was saying is, here's how I can do what you're asking for the price you can afford. I'm actually trying to be helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there are jobs where people will be like, man, we really want you to do this music video and it's going to be so cool and blah, 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 blah. We haven't written anything down yet. Not even in this message to you, but you know, it's going to be really good. So then I just go, that's awesome. And they're like, so what would it cost? And I'm like, $11,000. And they're like, okay, well, we'll, we'll look into, we'll be in touch. And I'm like, my work here is done. <laughs> I mean, I've been very fortunate. I haven't had to do a lot of commercials. I haven't had to do a lot of music videos. I haven't had to do, I, I've shot three, no, one? No, 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 I've shot three weddings ever. And they were always for friends. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't because I was out there shooting weddings. Somebody just said, like, hey, could you shoot this wedding? And it was always when I really could you, well, okay, twice it was when I could really use some money. Um, oh, no, no, no. Hold on. I'm remembering it wrong. Oh man, it's worse than this. So once it was cause I could really use the money and it was a friend <laughs> of a friend. And then once it was because it was a favor from my mother. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. My, my mother had a friend who really wanted a great wedding video. So my mother got me to do it gratis. But it was as a favor to my mother. I would do anything for my mother, you know, that way it would be cheaper for her. Um, and then, but they were like, well, you know, we appreciate getting a free wedding video so much. We will tip him. We will definitely give him a tip. Mm -hmm. They never did tip me. I remember that. Yeah. And then I edited their wedding video immediately and gave them a DVD. And five weeks later, five weeks later from two weeks after the wedding, they said the disc doesn't play. And I'm like, it took you five weeks to pop it in the DVD player. So I had to burn them another copy. Uh, and they never did. They never did tip me. So I didn't get a single penny for that. And then the other one was a brother. Well, I mean, he's a friend of mine, but he was a brother of a guy I work with all the time on movies Mm -hmm. who is very, a very good guy. He needed a wedding video and he didn't have a ton of money to work with. And he was a pal. So I went and did it. And that one was fun. Good. Good. I mean, cause I knew everybody, I was comfortable enough to like, try to make a cool wedding video yeah. as opposed to just like hanging back and not knowing anybody yeah. and just like filming. I knew him and like, you know, he would, he would encourage me to like sit and eat with everybody and come and sit down with him, you know, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Cause I was like kind of a guest as well. Um, which is way preferable. Yeah. Yeah. But, but so I've been very fortunate. I haven't had to do a lot of those in the early days when I was working for myself, commercial work was like a huge win. It was very often what would help me make my, you know, make my, my way. But now it's just like, eh, like if a friend has a business and they need a commercial, I'm, I'm in, mm-hmm. uh, it's kind of like photography. I used to, I was trying to be like, a, to make money photographing people. And now I'm like, eh, do you know someone I know? Cause otherwise I'm not taking your fucking picture. <laughs> like, like, do you know somebody like I have, I have one real estate uh, company that I take their headshots cause he's a good guy mm-hmm. and that's it. That's the only reason. <laughs> yeah. So, so it's just, but it's, it's amazing. Like, um, it's just amazing. The, uh, cause like, okay. So, uh, photography is a good example. Um, there's a thing called TFP, which is originally was called time for prints was what it stood for back in the old days. But what it basically means is if you're a photographer, you say you're not 
it's not, hey, come and work for free. It's TFP. It's your time in exchange for prints of the photos of you that I take Mm -hmm. for your portfolio. Sure. Sure. So it, it, then it became time for po- portfolio mm-hmm. is what people call it now because it's digital. But, you know, so in a lot of great models, I've taken pictures of them. And the whole point was they really wanted those pictures of themselves to exist to show how good of a model they are. Mm-hmm. And I really wanted to take pictures of them as a model. Yeah. So it's that's a beautiful, sympathetic, simpatico thing versus, you know, when somebody you don't know wants you to take really good pictures of them. So you're like, I need a little bit of money. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And then they're like, no problem. And then they almost always cancel. Mm-hmm. Um, cause they so forgot started, they don't have any money. Uh, well, I, it's gotten to the point now where like, I just take a deposit cause that last mm-hmm. one they canceled, they were like, is there any way to get my deposit back? And I was like, no, no, no. <laughs> the whole point of having a deposit. And well, you know, I wouldn't have been so mean, but she had to do the thing where she mentioned that the reason she was canceling was cause her friend was going to take them for free. And I was like, well then fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> like, like if you hadn't mentioned that i probably would have given her a deposit back but when she said that i was like oh well then you don't need this money i'm gonna keep it Mm -hmm. because the whole point of a deposit is you know to not waste my time Mm -hmm. so and i take a deposit on like anything i do that isn't a really good friend so um we'll see what happens i wonder if that guy's responded i almost want to like check he hasn't okay that's good he hasn't at all. Hmm. <laughs> well, he's probably, I asked for money. So he's probably like, uh, that's the other thing. Do people not understand that there is, that you can counter an offer? Like, cause well, no, please. You were going to say something. I don't know. <laughs> well, no, cause okay. So one of the biggest lessons that I, uh, okay, let's talk about school. Let's talk about when we were in, in like a uh, middle school and high school. Okay. Okay. Did you ever have a career development class? I don't know. I don't think so. Well, I mean, you had two years less of high school or two years more of high school than me. So there's more to forget, mm-hmm. but, uh, <laughs> but no, we had, okay. So we had some classes that were half semester classes, quarter classes. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were usually classes that in my opinion mattered <laughs> like way more than arithmetic. Like it'd be like, okay, so you're going to spend a whole half a year on, uh, you know, on advanced arithmetic that you'll never, or, or geometry, which you'll like never really use. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're going to give you, we're going to give you eight weeks on how to type. Mm-hmm. We're going to give you eight weeks on how to make a resume and how to pay and how to write a check. And it's like, I feel like that. Cause that's the only literally when I think back to school, the only thing I think of like in life that gets me by is I remember, um, writing a resume. Mm-hmm which I learned in career development in, uh, I think, the ninth grade. And I remember how to write a check because I occasionally need to write a check. I didn't even learn how to write a check in a class. When, <laughs> when, I, was, when I was in elementary school, my elementary school teacher, we had money, you know, uh, class money mm-hmm. that you would get for like good grades. You get four, you know, four uh, bucks. I forget what they called them, pirate dollars or whatever, because my school with pirates. Okay. Um, yeah, because they called them because we were because uh, they called them buccaneer bucks in middle school, but because uh, uh, we were the pirates, you know, who are not good people. Pirates are very bad people. Um, and then our, our greatest rival was the town over, were the Vikings, which are also really bad people, um, but, but different ones. <laughs> but both on boats, so yeah. sworn enemies. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so 
but the, so in my in that class uh, that I had in elementary school, the teacher decided, and this was the teacher's decision. It was not a uh, school wide thing. She decided because she was a very good teacher that you're not allowed to keep the cash. Mm-hmm. Like the bucks you get, you have a you have a account, like a bank account, mm-hmm. a checking account, and you give the money to the teacher, and the teacher marks the ledger. And then you have to keep a ledger on your checkbook. And she made us a little stapled checkbook. And anytime you wanted to buy like a pencil or whatever was in the little school store, you had to write a check and then balance your checkbook. Okay, cool. And I completely fucking learned how to write a check and balance a checkbook from that. Cool. That wasn't even in career development. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, and I learned how to write a letter in career development. You know, you put the fuck person's name in the middle and then you put your fucking shit in the top left mm-hmm. and then there you put a stamp somewhere Just, i forget you where get a stamp. But you put it you put it on there yeah. it's fine it'll get it'll get there <laughs> they'll figure you, it out or, it's a stamp or you just and it works on a potato you can just write your name in the middle of the potato <laughs> turn address and put a stamp that's true you can just put stamps on potatoes and, and mail. I mean, I I'm mail you a potato okay could you mail I me a nice that. potato <laughs> like a good bacon potato like baking potato i don't want a russet potato because i don't really like them but i eat them a lot I want like an like one of the gold potatoes. One of them. Oh, Yukon gold. Yeah, or those are so small. Then, like, find a big one. <laughs> you know, Jesus Christ, Hedrick, do I have to do everything for you? <laughs> but no, so, uh, uh, oh, but uh, so career development, where you know, we I learned the only other thing that they taught me in that class that was super valuable. They taught me. Not how to network, mm-hmm. right. but they taught me what net that networking was a thing. Mm-hmm. They explained that like if you're at a party and you meet somebody and they're nice to you and you're nice to them and they own a factory, you might one day need that factory or you might get a ch- chance to work there. So you keep their phone number and you can give them a call. And that was a very valuable lesson. Mm-hmm. So that was entirely what I learned and none of it was in any of the main classes. Um, <laughs> yeah. My, yeah. the way my school was set up is like, there weren't classes like that, but um, there might've been, no, I don't know f- how that works, but, but like, but I did have one just during regular like math class. We had like a, I guess part of a unit on like writing checks and balancing checkbooks and stuff. I don't know when that was, maybe upper elementary school, maybe middle mm-hmm. school. And then I also like in one of the like language arts classes we did uh um letters. Yeah, and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I like cuz when you said unit all I could think of was like that they're an absolute unit. You know, just like <laughs> a real buff dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the internet's ruined me. Memes have ruined. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's just like no. Well, really, they've enriched everything. But it's just like the fact that I hear unit and I just think like he's an absolute unit. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a meme the other day that was just this big dog, and it had a doggy door wrapped around its shoulders, but it had the whole door. It was just walking around oh, the I whole saw door that on dog, it. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like this chunky boy proves he's an absolute unit. Yeah, I saw that <laughs> I one. Like, Yes. <laughs> um, 
But so, so, uh, would you say that that was the most valuable thing you learned in school though, is like how to balance a checkbook or, or do you have like, oh, I don't know. do you have a memory of something that you actually went, holy crap, this was useful? I don't, I mean, I don't really know, honestly. Uh, I, I did have like, I had, we had like kind of like a home economic stuff. So we learned like sewing and cooking and I know mm-hmm. how to flip over, when to flip over a pancake. Still, I still remember that. <laughs> I dropped out before home act. Oh, th- that was fun. I mean, it wasn't really fun because I had to do it with other kids and it was terrible. <laughs> but besides that part that I had to be in a class with people and they had to work with me, <laughs> I did. It was nice making pancakes and stuff. That's good. No, I think home economics would be super useful if it could teach you how to sew a pocket. You know, or sew a seam or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, like, yeah, we, I, but yeah, I, I'm sorry. Oh, I don't know. I was just gonna say, yeah, we like, we learned how to use a sewing machine and all that kind of stuff. See, I would like that. Yeah. I would like to have learned that stuff. I, yeah, I dropped at home economics, started junior year in my high school. That's interesting. We had those classes for us in middle school. So huh. yeah. See in, in my school, um, it was almost, it was almost like the way I understand college to be mm-hmm. like, it's like all the, the, the bullshit prerequisite stuff was the first two years. And then you started getting like wood shop and metal shop and home ec and stuff okay. in the last two years. Okay. You started getting the stuff that was kind of more fun, maybe, or at least different. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't just geometry and algebra. You didn't, did you like not have like electives then? Um, during the first two years or. Uh, well, we, we, we had electives, like I had orchestra, I was in orchestra. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the other electives were because I was very good in, at orchestra. Mm-hmm. So I just always chose orchestra because it gave me two credits. Yeah. Um, and because we were an award-winning orchestra. So like, it was just like, that's the way to do it. Yeah. Uh, orchestra was an amazing class because the teacher was so stupid and I, I I would not be this mean, but I hate her because she was very mean. But she did the dumbest thing ever, which is she stands in front of the class and lays out the mathematics of our grades. So she explains, like, you know, well, for show for attending class, you get 50%, mm-hmm. you know, for for attending. Then for attending our performances, which are very important to the, the you know, thing, the uh, attendance of the uh, performances is like 30% of your grade. So you're already almost at like, you're at like, uh, or not 30, 20%. So you're, sorry. At so you're at like 70% just for attendance. So you're, you wouldn't even have to do anything else. Do you want to get to say? Um, actually, holy shit. You know, now that I think about it, I am almost per, per, almost certain that we got to 75% or 80% grades just for attendance of the concerts and the regular wow and the regular attendance because then the rest were what were called pass offs which uh, is where they give you a piece of music and you have to practice it and then play it for a tape recorder and give it to the teacher and she passes you Okay okay um I hated doing pass offs cuz it was annoying uh, to d- take it, you had to practice. I was totally okay being a second violin and barely, you know, being noticed because I could play by ear. Mm-hmm. So, uh, at one point the teacher was like, are you not like, you haven't done any pass offs. And I was like, I'm never going to do pass offs. And she was like, but then your grade can only be like a C plus. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> all right. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. And she, she hated me when she figured out that I, just made that decision with the mathematics. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, it was literally like a gym class. You show up and you don't take a shit on the floor and you're going to get a B. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> so, <laughs> but yeah, so I hated that teacher because she was very mean. She'd yell a lot. Oh. Um, well, we were kids, man. Like, and, and the worst part is like we had, like, so this is this is gonna make me look so bad. I should not be talking about about my time in orchestra. We uh, there were some really talented kids in that orchestra, like really talented. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, like two of the kids that were the most talented were like my buddies, and they did not care at all about orchestra, but they were really good. Mm-hmm. So they would get first chair like that. Uh, in fact, we used to get frustrated because sometimes they would get first chair, but I would get like third chair. So I wouldn't be able to sit behind them to talk right. to them during class. <laughs> It'd be like, damn it. I should have whiffed it. Uh, <laughs> but there were these, uh, these kids in the class who worked really, really hard mm-hmm. to, and they never beat those guys for first and second chair. And they were such, I, this is why I said it was going to make me sound terrible. They were not nice people. They were very rude and very like, I'm better than, they were very what you'd expect orchestra people to be like. They were, you know, very uppity and, and, and all this stuff. And I remember just being so satisfied when they would, when they would like walk out of the room crying when they found out what their placement was in the orchestra. It was so satisfying as a kid. Cause they would always snub their nose at you for like wearing a goofy t-shirt. And they'd be like, you need to take this seriously. Do you even have rosin for your bow? Do you need me to explain what rosin is? And I'm just sitting here like, my buddy who doesn't practice it, I'll beat you for first chair. And you're crying in front of everybody. We won't forget. I still don't forget that. Apparently. <laughs> I know that's terrible, but I just remember that was one of the few times in high school somebody who was mean got comeuppance. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I just, and I remember, I mean, I do feel bad, like, remembering them just sitting in the chair crying after they found out that they got second chair and, you know, or, or first chair, but in the second violins, not first chair in the first violins. And they're crying, and I'm just like, guess you should have been nicer, because then I would be like, I'm sorry you're sad. But instead, I'm like, yosh. Yo, (laughs) just like I mean, I I kind of like I'm sure that they had a lot of I'm sure one of the reasons they were acting out so much is that they just had so much you know jealousy pressure and pressure oh jealousy directed at them but probably both of them Um, I'm sure that they had pressure from their parents because they were all like high grade students you know like mm -hmm. uh you know high GPA students so I'm sure they had a lot of pressure. I actually ran into one of them uh, with my car. No, uh, about <laughs> no a few a few years ago, maybe eight, maybe seven or eight years ago. Uh, I ran into one because they were at a birthday party of a mutual friend that I still had from high school at a bowling alley. And you know what? She was still a jerk. I'm sorry. Like I've had bullies from when I was growing up, write me nice messages about how they are so sorry that they were bullies. This girl was still a pain in the ass. Mm. You know what she did? We were at a bowling alley full of friends, mostly friends who maybe hadn't seen each other since high school, which was like five, six, seven years ago. Mm -hmm. She would bowl and then go sit in the back and read a book. Oh, like that's shitty. Like we're all trying to like, 
hang out. And I know she can be social because I grew up around her. Mm -hmm. She's just better than us. I'm a bad person, and the more I talk about this, I'm making myself look worse. No, because I, okay. I, I even ma- I even made fun of her to her face for reading a book instead of hanging out with everybody. Maybe she has issues being social now that she didn't have issues in the past. And but then get on medicine. You're an adult. Like <laughs> I'm joking. But, no, I'm joking. But no, it was just uh, it was just weird. It's a little weird. Uh, well, I mean, it was just like, you know, we're all hanging out and it's like, you're talking about a big group of, of people who were all weirdos in high school who all, you know, cause I didn't have a lot of friends in high school. So my friends were weirdos like me and she just sits there reading a book. And I remember I sat next to her and I said, Hey, how's that book? Is it exciting? Is it interesting? Is it full of colorful characters and interesting things that are happening? And I was like, cause if it isn't literally where we are is that's what I said to her. And she just kind of went, ha. And I was like, Whatever. I, uh, I'm glad to know that your life isn't amounting to as much as you thought it was going to. See, I'm making myself look so terrible. What are you doing? Stop. <laughs> okay, well, I'll finish with this. The other girl who was really mean in that class was a year ahead of me, and she went to prison because she became a teacher and slept with a student. Oh, man. <laughs> she got what she deserved. I don't know. No, but um, I, it's not, I, I mean, don't get me wrong though. Everything I'm, I'm mentioning, by the way, like the schadenfreude of being a kid and being like, haha, you're crying. You were so mean. Mm-hmm. That's from a kid's perspective. I mean, where I didn't have as much empathy as I do now. Now, when I look back, I more laugh at the fact that I was so amused uncomfortably, I guess is the only way to put it. Like, I'm like, oh, I was glad that she was crying. Oh, fuck. Um, <laughs> why? You're, why are you looking at me like that? I I have never I don't want no I'm done. No what? what? No I just I just like I don't I don't have that reference point to go back to because I don't have sure. I don't have a that person you know got what they deserve they're crying I'm super happy about it I just don't have that I have a lot of that person was crying but I don't have any. Oh god. <laughs> And I mean, it's better that you don't. I mean, I'm not proud of the fact that I dislike that person so much, but I do remember like week in, week out being made to feel lesser. It didn't help to be one of the poor, the poorer kids who grew up poor Mm -hmm. around someone with like nice clothes and two parents and, and everything like that. It's not fun being looked down upon. Yeah. And orchestra was not a place for, for kids like me. It was a place for kids like her. Yeah. Yeah. That was the other thing. Yeah. It sounds a whole lot like um like assassination. Lord of the flies. <laughs> no, it sounds like assassination classroom. <laughs> Michelle, I'm tired of you exclaiming that everything is like assassination classroom. <laughs> That's just your go-to at this point. I'm sorry, just everything is like assassination classroom. <laughs> Oh gosh. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure that, that those people hated me and my friends too because we were in there for easy credit. So And they worked really hard. They did. Well, you know, my attitude is if you're not smart enough to know that your hard work is not going to be rewarded, then it's your own fault. What I mean is high school doesn't matter. That's what I mean. What I mean is if you're not smart enough to understand that high school doesn't matter i guess is the way i meant yeah I, I would say that i mean i don't know how it how it was where you grew up but like it was drilled pretty 
deep into us that high school totally mattered. Oh, no, it was. So it, it's, I mean, you have to, you know, I don't know, know people who can tell you that high school doesn't matter. Cause there's, there was no, for me, there was no real internet that I, that could be like, high school doesn't matter. It's okay, Michelle. Like, so. I would have told you that via AIM if we had been friends then. Yeah. Did I even like, I didn't like even, I don't think I like instant messaged my people in high school. Like, that's weird. I'm trying to remember. Like, maybe. I mean, because you're you're like just a year older than me, right? No, I'm I'm like like two years older than you, maybe. I mean, because I was instant messaging by the time I was thirteen. Yeah, I I wasn't doing that. I don't think. That's your problem. We found it, folks. We found the problem. Yeah, I'm not. I'm honestly just not sure. Everything just kind of runs together a little. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, I will say because you mentioned where you were, everybody pounded your head that high school mattered very, very much. Mm-hmm. I, I, that was not different where I was. Um, in fact, uh, my mother didn't pound it into my head as hard as everything else around me did. Mm-hmm. When I was um, 16, almost 17. And so I didn't just like flat out drop out of high school. I, I started out by leaving my high school and being home educated. But as we continued on doing that, it was like, let's be real. I just want out of school. Like I like that's what it came down to. I don't want to be doing this. I want to do what I want to do. And the girlfriend I had at the time who was from a pretty well-to-do family, she literally told me I was like, she literally asked me if I wanted to throw my life away. (laughs) Said I was going to drop out of high school. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? People drop out of high school all the time. And she was like, well, well, are you going to get your GED? And I was like, I don't fucking know. I'm so glad that I'm like 34 and successful now because now I can really laugh in people's faces when they go like, but you got your GED and I can be like, <laughs> no, 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 it's, it's one of my favorite things to do. I think I've probably done it to you because uh, I do it to my friends is I'll, I'll talk about my, my friends like in front of uh, th- about them in front of them to other people. And I'll be like, you know, where you really fucked up is uh, you, you didn't drop out of high school and now you can't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, we talked yeah. about this. I really can't go back because you could always go back to high school if you wanted to. But I yeah, I could always go back. And- no, <laughs> but you, you forever graduated from high school. Fuck. I mean, unless you fake your own death and start a new identity and then say, I dropped out of high school. But then when they, when they check your fingerprints, they'll be like, oh, she actually did graduate from high school. Yeah. They're going to find out. What if I burn my fingerprints off? Like I had a terrible accident. And so I don't have any hands at all anymore. What kind, you don't have any hands at all? No, they're gone. That escalated so quickly from what if I burn off my fingerprints to what if my hands are completely burned off in a horrible accident. I just like that one better. So. <laughs> so they can't find out because I don't have any fingerprints anymore. I don't have any hands. But then they'll be like, we we need to sign you up for disability. And you'll be like, ah, fuck, I don't have a social security number. Um, No, I don't have to sign up for disability. I'll figure it out. Like, I'll use, like, we can attach, like, like I'll get fake hands or I can attach a pen to my elbow. It'll be fun. 
What job would you do exclusively with a pen attached to one of your elbows? I don't know, like something where you like data entry. <laughs> Michelle, as someone who dropped out of high school, I'm starting to think you didn't think your future out very well. Thanks for listening. You can email us at thisshowisawkward at gmail.com or go to awkwardshow.com or whatever. See you next time.